0: Hello, everyone. I'm Liam, and welcome to another episode of The Council, where some me and some of my... Oh, blah, blah, blah. Blah. <laughs> Word vomit. You can do it. I can. I can. I it's because I'm trying to read and you at the p- same p- time. Um, right. One, two, three. Hello, everyone. I'm Liam, and welcome to another episode of The Council, where me and some of my fellow film fanatics talk to all things movie. Joining me here today, we have Natalia. Hello. Yusuf. Hello. Anthony. Hello, everyone. And in about five, ten minutes, Joseph, but we don't know where he is. Uh, He'll be here.
1: He'll be here. He'll
0: be here. (laughs) On today's show, we're going to be talking all things DC fandom. But prior to that, we are going to review a few movies since they are back. So we will head over to Yusuf for his review of
2: Unhinged. Yes. So I was the only one out of the group to watch Unhinged.
0: I wonder Um, why. (laughs) um,
2: But but before I start, if you're watching uh, the video version of this, make sure to go to wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, etc., to listen to the full episode of The Council. Or if you're listening, go to youtube.com slash lover and watch our beautiful faces. So Unhinged. Um, this, is, this was the movie, it's from Solstice Studios, and it was always going to come out like two weeks before Tenet because they wanted to be like the first movie to come out. Uh, it stars Russell Crowe and really nobody else of That's any note. Gabriel Bateman, who's the little kid in it, he was in the new Child's Play movie. He was really good in that, and he's pretty good in this too. Uh, but everyone else is kind of unknown. Um, it's directed by Derek Bort, who did, what did you do? Uh, nothing. He's really done nothing before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, on, I really like this movie. I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Um, on the surface, it may seem like a very Republican, like, white person. Movie and it's very smart on Solstice's part to release this film because it's very much the type of film that people who are anti-maskers are going to go and see who don't care about coronavirus. So I think this movie is going to make a lot of money in the states. Um, but I just thought it was a lot of fun. It's the it's a movie that is super fun to watch on the big screen because you have uh, a lot of like car chases and action. I saw it in D box, so the seats moved a lot um but it's also a movie that you can totally watch on streaming at home if you don't feel safe but again I feel like the demographic that wants to watch this movie is not afraid to go out and see it on a big screen um I thought on like on a technicality standpoint also the movie was very very good um it feels very much like a student film the way it was made. Because if you watch a lot of student films or you make a lot of student films, you try to get really interesting shots and stuff um, that big blockbusters don't really have the time to do or don't care to do. So you have a lot of really cool um, shots of like the car or Russell Crowe or something and they're framed really well. I love the colors. The opening scene of the film was really, really good. It was, I don't want to spoil it, but it's in the trailer where he, um, let's say he blows something up And it's shot all like in the car. So it's you get a really cool view like through the window and it's raining and stuff and the colors and the fire. Um, So that was really cool. The score also is amazing because at the end of the day, it's just people driving and like crying, right? But the score really adds to it. And the biggest thing about this movie is how far it goes because I was sitting there with my mouth on the floor like it was so shocking the stuff that they do in this movie they run over people they you know try to choke kids until they die like there's so much that happens in this movie that you will just will not believe and it's the perfect film to go with friends and just be like what the hell am i watching what is happening this is a lot of fun so i think if you want to go out and watch a movie and it's also it's it's 90 minutes so it's short you're in you're out and you're good um i think this is a good film to watch it's in theaters i think in most places now the u.s uh, canada uk all that fun stuff but it was it was just a really fun film that i think people should check out uh and the performances also were really good russell Crowe was amazing gabriel bateman was good the lead actress karen 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 pistoris pistoris sounds about right she was pretty good in the film so overall a strong film um And also, I want to point out, because a lot of people said that this glorifies what Russell Crowe did. It doesn't glorify any of that. It has a really good message about being empathetic towards people. Not Russell Crowe, but, like, yeah, not.
1: Wait, were people saying that it was glorifying Russell Crowe? Because whenever people would say that, I'm just, like, anti-Semitism? Were people...
2: (laughs) People who watched the trailer or only watched the first 40 minutes of the film... Um, <laughs> said that it glorified Russell Crowe's character without watching the full film. It does not. It, and what they do to Russell Crowe's character at the very end of the film is also very satisfying. You're very much on the side of Car- um, Karen's character. I forget her name. Um, also, she has... First time um, someone's ever been on the same
0: side as a Karen.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it doesn't do that at all. I think both of them were in the wrong a little bit. In the like when you watch the trailer, I'll give them this. When you watch the trailer, you're very much like, "What the hell, lady? Leave the poor man alone! Why don't you just apologize?" But I think in the film, they do a lot to kind of set up um, why she's acting this way and why he's acting this way. But he's totally like it has a lot of you know messaging about mental health and all that fun stuff. So I think it was good. Um, l- one last thing that I want to say um, is I think parts of the film were sloppy in terms of the writing because you would have things like they would try to set up, she's in a divorce or all this. And it'd be like the textbook. Oh, here's a book of how to deal with divorce. And it's like, just a shot of that. And you're like, you could have done it more organically than just that. But I think overall fun film, definitely you should watch it. And uh, yeah. So that's my review of unhinged in theaters now. Still didn't make us want to watch it, but still well done. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know
1: I saw that trailer It just looks like Road Range, The movie I'm- Road Range, Rage Rage Road
2: Rage It is Oh Oh The opening scene Of the film Or not the opening scene The opening credits Of the film Are amazing Because it shows Real life footage Of Road Rage And it has like news And it's about How the world is shit Right now And how everybody's angry It is so And the music Oh it's so good It's so good To be fair I it sounds Road great rage. though mm-hmm.
1: I, don't yeah. I don't
0: drive I don't drive but I get rage I mean, just as a passenger, like yeah, I get so angry. I know. I love flipping yes. people off. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Like yeah. but Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Do you guys ever watch, like, though? Like you'd like everyone knows you get angry. I don't want to go and sit for an hour and a half and be reminded that I'm a twat in a car.
2: <laughs> but it doesn't like it's On the surface, it's just, like, it's advertised as a Road Rage film, but it's not that when you, like, go in. There's a lot of different layers to the film. Road Rage is just the baseline, but there's a lot that happens. And it's just a really fun thriller that you go – it's like SpongeBob. You go, you turn off your brain, and you just have a good time. But SpongeBob is, like, if you're kind of, like, you know, if you're high and you just want to look at Keanu Reeves in a tumbleweed, but this one is, like, if you really want your (laughs) adrenaline to pump, then this is the film to watch. Okay. Yeah. I'll just
0: rewatch Disney princess movies. I'm good.
2: Okay.
1: Joseph is here. He's uh, the ever... Oh, no, yeah, sorry, I got excited. Do,
2: do, do you guys <laughs> ever watch um, like Road Rage videos on YouTube? Like those hour long, like- You do like... that? Yeah, aren't they fun?
1: no yeah. i don't watch yeah. it like, what dude okay. i watch mukbangs I watch okay it. I watch.
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this it's the movie is very different from those videos but i like both so yeah anyway
0: i like i like watching the videos where someone's had road rage but then karma happens on the yeah. same video i like them videos i love those videos yeah but i don't just like road rage videos like when they in- flip someone off driving past and then they drive into a lamppost. I'm like, I like this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Chiss, I, you know, I get it. I get it. I do. I just appreciate karma, you know? Yeah.
0: It. yeah. It's always nice to see that it's real.
2: As a female dog. Yeah. So one and only Ivan, right? It
1: was so nice. Was Angelina good. Jolie okay. couldn't. I couldn't understand a thing that she said, <laughs> but it was so great. <laughs> I will say though, outside of Angelina Jolie, it was paced very poorly. It went by very quickly, yeah. and I, 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 I paused it, and we had ten minutes left, and I was like, "He only made one painting. That's it." I was very exactly, disappointed. Yeah. Um, God. That was a waste of Angelina Jolie, and she couldn't I even know. speak into the mic.
2: Yeah, uh, just to give some context, the one and only Ivan. It's a film from Disney. It's on Disney Plus right now. It's directed by Thea Sharrock and written by Mike White. And it stars Brian Cranston, Sam Rockwell, Brooklyn Prince, and Angelina Jolie. Oh, and Danny DeVito. Originally supposed to be in dog. theaters. And it let's, let's not know. forget Shaka Khan. Oh yeah, as a chicken.
1: That's who it was.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. uh, it was a great cast
1: Great cast.
2: It so
0: was, well. but who seen Shaka Khan as a chicken? Like,
1: <laughs> Bob Iger.
2: Yeah. And um, Helen Mirren was a dog. All her life.
0: How was Shaka Khan a chicken?
2: Yes.
1: I was like, it's an old British white woman that I know with mm-hmm. my face, it, but I can't. I was like, which one of them? I knew the voice, but I couldn't remember the name.
0: <laughs> well, Judy Dench had already been a cat, so... <laughs>
2: Meow. And yeah. um, <laughs> Artemis fellow Do you guys remember the joke uh, at the Golden Globes where Ricky Gervais was like, "Of course, Judy Dench was in class because she doesn't. She loves just plonking down and licking her." Yeah.
1: <laughs> mhm. How do you do this to us? I didn't watch the Golden Globes. <laughs> I,
3: think I was at work. And I just saw the results. Yeah.
1: I don't think they were particularly <laughs> memorable. So if that makes no. you feel any better.
3: There weren't, but uh, the, some
0: of the Ricky Gervais stuff was quite funny.
4: Yeah. So for the people who saw The One and Only Ivan, because I'm not yeah. one, uh, mm. what it was originally slated for theaters. Is this a yeah. film that you felt was theater worthy, watching at home at yes. Disney Plus? Because that's been something of a problem area for them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so.
2: Yeah. I think this. I think this is a film like New Mutants, kind of, where... It would have been good on. It's it's like uh, Christopher Robin or Pete's Dragon or those smaller it's, Disney. It films. is exactly them. Yeah. Yeah, where it can go to theaters, like it's good, but it it's something that couldn't sustain like a Premier Access thirty dollar pay window. It's something you kind of discover and you watch, you know. Yeah. Like I would have loved to see this in theaters. It was beautiful.
4: I the, would have definitely seen it in cinemas. The yeah. CGI was was it more convincing than other humanoid? Oh yeah it was
2: good yeah yeah the cgi was great i mean it was i wouldn't say it was lion king level but it was like those animals looked really really real you know poodle looked
0: very very real yeah there was a few moments where ivan was a bit shaky yeah but the poodle throughout that whole thing i just thought was a real poodle
1: Mm -hmm. and the parrot the I
2: mean,
0: was the parrot there at all? <laughs>
2: yeah, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Ruby, the little baby elephant, little cutie patootie. She was, yeah. I feel like, the nice. weakest one in terms of the animation.
2: Animation? Yeah, the
1: she, animation? Was the, she was BFX, the cutest. CGI. She was yeah. so cute.
2: Oh, <laughs> but I, I think Brooklyn Prince, uh, her performance really like helped with that. Brooklyn Prince is really talented, yo. She's great. Yeah. She was in the Florida Project. So good.
4: Mm-hmm. Her and Ariana. Also in the Turning. <laughs> her and Ariana Greenblatt, who people may know. I think Ariana Greenblatt was in a Bad Moms Christmas, but most people will probably know her as Young Gamora from Avengers: Infinity War. She yeah, was in this film. she
1: was yeah. also in some Disney show, which makes sense to watch. she.
2: She, yeah. yeah. she was in Disney Stuck in the Middle, yeah. uh, Bad Moms Christmas, Scoob. Yeah,
4: yes, she, she, she was. She was one of the young. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which she she was great in those like ten minutes. I yeah. I've said this before. I think Scoob should have been just the young cast because they were very good. That Keep was a miniseries
1: in the nineties <laughs> or the two thousands. It was a great show. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's called What
1: Name uh, Scooby Doo? Good show. Does that,
4: does anybody else have any uh, big things on reviews? I was thinking maybe you guys would want to like rank it or rate it. Uh, give it a rating. Yeah. Out of ten or something.
2: Do you want to go first, Nat? Early? Yeah. Uh,
1: um, he said my name first, so I'm going first. Okay. Um, okay. I, I really liked it. I, I want to give it like an 8 out of 10. Um, mm-hmm. The reasons why it's there is because wonky CGI on the little baby, the pacing was really fast, and that kind of irritated me. Um mm-hmm. Well, like aside from that, it was great and everything tied up well together and I really liked I really liked the I didn't get that it was gonna be uh God, what the hell is the name of the ringleader again? It is Brian Bryan Cranston. Brian That's yeah. his name. I wasn't certain, so that's why I didn't say anything. Like, um I didn't I liked the fact that he was like constantly in character where he was yeah. just like accent switching on and off and I was like, Oh that was great. And when he had the ooh, when he had the face mask on when he was home with the poodle oh so cute so cute it's a very great it's a good movie yeah good movie
2: yeah liam
0: i think i would also go in the eight range i don't yeah. think it doesn't deserve higher and i would feel bad putting it lower because there is issues as natalia says. The pacing's quite an issue. I feel like there's a lot of build up to specific. It's like there's a build up to to the escape. There's a build up.
4: Yeah,
0: to, it's 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 a lot of build up for something very small to happen. Exactly. And nothing major really happens. I would have probably liked more exploring more of the. Even though that's not part of the real story because you don't really know what happened when it was when it flashes back to him as a baby in the jungle. I think I would have liked if they just extended the film by like ten more minutes yeah. and possibly added a bit more of that in. I think that would have made the pace and a f- tad better because you would have and then it would have also added a bit more I'm trying to think of the word. Like, Je ne sais quoi. Were... no, like you would have felt a bit more sympathy,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: because you never really felt sympathy for Ivan, you did for Ruby, but you mm-hmm. never really understood the sympathy for Ivan. Because it up until that point, it made it very clear he'd been loved and he'd been well treated,
1: and he was content with his job, and he was content,
0: life. yeah. So, I think if it had gave you more of them as a baby in the jungle, it would have made you feel a bit more sympathetic towards them, and made it feel a bit more Stockholm syndrome rather than just a quick, like, oh, quickly, right, no shit, no, we need him to change, bah! Um, he needs to be, like, against it now, because an elephant said so a whispering elephant at that
2: um, dying <laughs> a dying
1: whispering elephant we need to be very
2: clear on that like, hey spoilers oh yeah but also who how cares yeah. no one's gonna watch this film
4: No it's, yeah it's um, uh, it's okay as somebody who hasn't seen it it's fine you're good
0: <laughs> but so yeah i think i would give it in the eight i think it's very good it's very warm and fuzzy and i think that's how i would describe it it's warm and fuzzy with pacing issues
2: I mean, I totally agree with that. I think the film, as it's been said very clearly, it has huge pacing issues and nothing happens, you know, like it just, everything takes place in one cage for the most part, you know, it's one cage and then one mall and that's it. So it's obviously like really low budget. And I think building up to the escape that didn't really, you know, it didn't work because nothing happened during that escape. Didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And also, I think Ivan's character switched. He did a complete 180 so quickly with no explanation whatsoever. Like he goes from loving his life to wanting to escape. And that just made no sense to me, like why he did that. Um, But I think for the type of film it is, particularly a Disney Plus film, I expected this to be like Artemis Fowl. And I'm so happy that it wasn't um and i think the cast is great you know sam rockwell uh danny devito helen mirren brian cranston the only weak link was angelina jolie she like whispered her three lines it i didn't understand why she did it but it's it's as if she was like recording them at 3 a.m at her house and she didn't want to wake her kids like she was very (laughs) quiet and it made no sense to me um but yeah i think it was a it was a fun film also there's if you do watch it there's two end credit scenes um, there's one where it 's like during the credits yeah there 's one both of well one of them is him i don 't want to spoil it, but at the place where he is at the end, okay, yeah and, I've seen that one. yeah, with where like the people come and visit, yeah yeah, oh, yeah, okay. so there 's that one, and then there 's one oh. at the very end with the baby gorillas just kind of swinging around like Aww. at the very very end Aww. yeah, so they 're not big, but they 're still kind of cute, um and yeah. I think I think it was a fun film. I think it's worth a watch. It's again, it's only like what ninety minutes, so yeah. you know, you're in, you're it's out. It's worth a watch. Yeah.
4: So maybe it was a big conspiracy. They put Artemis himself first to lower everybody's yeah. expectations, <laughs> and then um, and Yusuf, uh, what would be yeah. your rating for Unhinged out oh, of ten
2: for Unhinged? <sighs> I think Unhinged was actually a really well-made movie because. It had the kind of sensibility. I feel student films, a lot of the time, are much more well-made than big Hollywood films because they don't have the money, so they have to get creative with how they tell the story. And I felt like this had shades of that, you know, where you had to kind of use what you had, and it made it a really fun experience. So I give it like a nine. That's really high, but I think it was just a lot of fun. It was a really, really fun ride. I think the marketing could have they should have changed the marketing because the marketing on that film is horrible, but it was just a really, really fun movie. And a lot of, because I work at a theater in case this is your first time listening. And uh, as people were exiting the film, everybody was like, I hated it, but it was so much fun. So (laughs) yeah, that's kind of the consensus around the film is like, it's fun, but it's, you know, like you hate it, but you love it. So I give it a nine and then the one and only Ivan, I'll give it an eight. All right.
0: Yep. Unhinged has gotten a higher
4: rate.
2: Yeah. Un- I feel like we we'll- Unhinged.
4: No go ahead. I f- I feel like we've learned a lot about you, Yusuf, today. We we've learned that you watch road rage videos on YouTube and mm-hmm. not the funny ones, just the regular ones. <laughs> you enjoy watching poor people get uh violently attacked rather than seeing <laughs> cute little fuzzy animals. We're learning a lot about you today. With your reviews. Okay. That's what we love about The power exactly. of a, the power of watching something in a movie theater, I guess. It, exactly.
2: <laughs> I think honestly it just came down to Unhinged was just really fun and it was it was very fast paced, but it kept your blood pumping. It, like your heart was racing during that film. And the one and only Ivan, I was just it's kinda sitting just cause there cause the time. <laughs> I was, okay. I was like, worried. Oh. I he was looks worried like he's for
0: very Karen. close to a heart attack. One more <laughs> croissant and he's dead. <laughs>
4: <laughs> On that note, um, <laughs> is it time for our ad break?
1: Great segue. Yeah.
0: But I think just before we go to an ad break, yeah, we are missing someone. Oh right, a
1: birthday, boy. We, another birthday yeah, boy. Another birthday boy. Another birthday
0: boy. So happy birthday, Ben. Happy birthday, your
1: most controversial Irishman.
0: Uh, he is, and he's also. We love his him favorite, favorite for it. You just subjects. turned twelve. Yay! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Officially a teen. Yay.
4: Oh no! <laughs> no! no. <laughs> Still yeah, no. not a teen. Twelve, 12 teen. Twelve teen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know how old he is, but he's he's a teenager, y'all. I, I hope.
4: Yeah.
1: We're just being mean. We're not good <laughs> friends.
4: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thank you everybody so far for your wonderful reviews of the new films. It's great to talk about some new movies. Uh, but yesterday was, and, well, we're filming this when it was yesterday, was a very important day in fan culture. It was DC FanDome. The, I would say the first big virtual uh, fan event uh, that got a lot of people's attention. Uh, this was hosted by Aisha Tyler, uh, and but, was also featuring hosts from around the world, uh, which really made this a global event, which was a really great idea on their part. Uh, also, the uh, where you got to watch this was inside a Jim Lee-designed dome, which I thought was a really cool idea. And they actually- They really
1: liked pushing that.
4: <laughs> they really liked pushing that. Uh, Jim Lee, of course, is a famous DC artist, a great artist. Um, mm-hmm. The day was for like a full, I think it was like a full- Eight and a half, nine hours, and then they uh, replayed uh, most of the uh, panels again uh, for viewers on the other side of the globe. And it went very well. There was a lot of positive uh, feedback from a lot of the fans, a lot of definitely DC fans enjoyed it, but I think a lot of people were just happy to be a part of something like this. Uh, The only setback, so that some of the trailers leaked ahead of their panels, but a lot of the fans were very generous and considerate and were voicing their happy opinions with the trailers upon their release. Except Uh, for
2: Scott Mendelson, who totally shit on.
4: Except for Scott Uh, Mendelson, But anyway, so what we're going to do here on the council is we're going to go through each of the panels, uh, and talk about uh, the big re- reveals, uh, any announcements that were made uh, with these panels, how the panels work, did we like the layout, did we like having the, you know, the just like the Zoom uh, boxes, or did we like them actually standing in the dome uh, talking about their films? And we're gonna go through all of them and talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. So, But I think no matter what happened, I think we all agree this was a big win for DC and Warner Brothers, especially after losing a lot of ground in the past couple of years. They they came out strong. This was a great idea. The fact that it was executed so well, it was really great. One thing to note is that this is only day one of DC Fandom, definitely the more popular day. But uh, September 12th will be day two, where uh, I think especially big, uh, big DC fans will be able to focus in on some of their smaller... Passions within the fandom. C W, yes. C really W. Word that they
3: spread it out so several weeks. ahead. had like I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
4: Uh, well, it's gonna take a lot of. It's gonna take a while for people to digest all the information from yesterday. I guess. Mm.
2: But what uh, information did they
4: reveal? They said nothing. Well, we're gonna get to that. So let's start with the Batman. I think this was.
2: Oh, we're uh, ducking from
1: the top, aren't we? What? I thought we were talking from the top. We're going panel to panel. Didn't Wonder Woman open it?
4: Wonder Woman opened it, but I want to talk about like the big thing, which I think- one DC fandom? I think the one, yeah, like if this Does was Anthony Comic-Con- have a problem with yeah. women? No, I do not. <laughs> oh my
1: god. The sexism.
4: No, but- <laughs> The misogyny.
3: We're
4: going to talk so about- women Catwoman in the trailer. We're going to talk about the Batman first, just because this ended yeah. up uh, exciting most people. It was number one trending on YouTube, the trailer. Um, okay. And I think overall, this excited a lot of people. Matt Reeves spoke for about a half an hour with Aisha Tyler uh, about his influence. He influences. just said the same thing Nothing. over
1: and over. He, he just yeah. said the, the same thing.
4: What was it? I missed um, it. He these talk- are new
1: character. These are the same characters that you know and love, but they're yeah. new. But they're yeah, we've never seen
4: this before.
1: Like them before.
4: <laughs> um, yes, he talked about his influences. He gave yeah. praise for the past, uh, all the past Batman, going back from Adam West and talking about Nolan and uh, what Ben Affleck did. Uh, he talked Thanks. about his God, Batman. Yes, he talked mm-hmm. about his comic book inspirations, which comic books he loved growing up as a kid, and also the ones that inspired his Batman film, and how he also created a new Gotham for this interpretation. Uh, yeah. Something that I think most people, I don't know if this was uh, widely publicized, but he made it very clear that this is Batman year two, so this will not be an origin story. He this will
1: widely not, publicized that.
4: Yeah, this yeah. will not- He made
1: that sure. <laughs>
4: This yeah. is not a Batman Begins type story, but it is—it's new in the career of the Batman. Uh, so, what do we think? What do we think of the panel? What do we think of the trailer? Uh, who wants to go first? I uh, let uh, go. Go on, Natalia. You held
0: your hand yeah. up like a good girl.
1: The panel sucked. <laughs> the trailer was great.
2: Exactly. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I think the I think all of the panels suck, to be honest. Because. Yes. They didn't really say anything. They didn't reveal anything. They were just kind of sitting there talking. And they what really a lot sucks of games. about, yeah. And what sucks about this virtual like thing is that they pick the questions in advance. So when you have it live, somebody's gonna ask some like really interesting question about the film and something spoilery. But here they just pick questions like, "Oh, who's your favorite DC character? Who are you really? best friends with? What did you have for lunch today?" And it's like, I don't care. Just tell me about the movie.
1: I think the um, the the I don't want to say funny because it's a very horrible thing that happened. Was that because mm-hmm. it was pre-recorded? Yeah. Like two days before this thing was going to go up, um, a boatload of DC. I, I don't know if it's like higher ups or if it's essentially just like DC Comics is done. Frankly, yep,
4: it's it's in it's, disarray.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um. Which is a simultaneous blessing and a curse, a.k.a. mostly just curse, because we couldn't have people like Jim Lee speak on the fact that a lot of his peers are gone.
2: Yeah. It was Um,
1: really bad timing. That's
2: probably why they pre-recorded. Yep. Yeah. I think so. I think DC knew knew that this was going to happen, so they were like, let's get them while they're all happy.
1: Which is why Jason Momoa did not show up for Zayt Snyder. Which he was, was weird. He was doing Dune reshoots. Okay. Who Denis cares? Villeneuve, it takes two minutes. Denise Villeneuve called let me recall that he was in Budapest. All right.
2: <laughs> Henry Cavill did it outside on like some fence, watching. and he asked a question. Okay, so. Um, all right. Anyway. All right. Back Bad on man.
4: topic. Uh, the yeah. trailer. It. I love it, the trailer. It's
1: Spectacular. And yeah. it's oh, only. Oh,
4: they've oh, only. Oh, They've only filmed 25%. So the fact that they could put this trailer together, which also, speaking to the panel, might be part of the reason. Because if you think about it, you know, whenever I watch behind-the-scenes documentaries, like, stuff is changing to the last minute. So it's hard to talk about a film that is evolving currently. So, but I think the trailer looks great. The visuals definitely look unique to this Batman. It doesn't look like Nolan. It doesn't look like uh, Burton. So... Mm. It's, oh, I think it's I, very Nolan-y. It's I think more Nolan-y. Nolan-y. It's definitely more Nolan-y than Burton, but I still think... I think what, Nolan was hyper-realism, and I think this is definitely more comic booky than Nolan. Yeah. yeah. Really? Um,
0: I oh. think so, yeah.
4: Yes. yeah. I
0: mean, I think, yeah. they put a balaclava on Catwoman. If that's not realistic, I don't know what is.
4: Well, th- th- uh, so that's something that Reeves did say. So she is not necessarily Catwoman Thank at the you. beginning of the In, movie. The, yeah she grows into it. So again, we don't know. I just, I'm looking, I think, yes, Noel is definitely going to pull
2: suit.
4: Yeah. It'll um, be interesting to see.
2: I love this trailer so much. It's my favorite <laughs> thing to come out of this. I will, I do want to say also, Matt Reeves knows like how to do this because he only shot 25% of the film and he got a trailer out. There are movies here that have are far further along in their productions that showed nothing or revealed nothing. Yep. And he showed a full trailer, which I respect him for. Yeah, But I just, I loved it. It was so good. Robert Pattinson, when he beat up the dude in the subway and he was like, I, I am yeah. vengeance. That was <laughs> so oh, good. As soon as that yes, happened. Yes, emo boy. It was so good. And uh, the music and the logo. Uh, and I love that they said "curly in
4: production underneath.
1: That was I great. That.
4: So. so question do we think that guy that got pummeled is dead probably because is this now or
1: seriously injured
4: because my, my only issue my only issue with that is that if he is dead are we going to go through another snyder bat flick problem where everybody's like that's not batman he's killing people do you think that's a possibility with this new interpretation? Who cares i think probably people
2: people are always mad about something who like <laughs> it's true I, to quote Ricky Gervais, and I love this quote: "Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right." Like nobody cares if you cry about something. So actually, that's anyway. I,
4: I always get love, out
1: here with your technicalities.
4: Was,
2: <laughs> to
1: quote John Mulaney,
4: <laughs> I always love the quote, which originally was said about Star Wars fans, but it could be said for DC fan. Could be said for any fandom as well. Nobody hates DC fan. Nobody hates DC more than DC fans do. Yeah, and I think oh, you could so. say that about anything. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, um, except Marvel fans, which we'll get to. We'll get to this gr- now growing Marvel DC, which I don't understand why. <laughs> Let's they all just have to look conven- at
0: that one in already in here. Let's all look at them. <laughs> all right.
4: Uh, <laughs> next Love you, up,
1: Joseph.
4: <laughs> uh, next up, the uh, second most trending panel trailer to come out of the event was Zack Snyder's Justice League or Justice yeah. League the Snyder cut. Um, Something to really note really here. Different. It is very tonally different from the 2017 theatrical cut. Uh, now yeah. Commonly known as Justice League. Um, there are some <laughs> shots
3: that look the same, but like color pattern differently. Because
2: yeah. It's the same film. It's not a completely different. Like that's what people forget about this. It's not like he completely reshot everything. It's still yeah. using a lot of the same stuff he already filmed. It's just the tone and the colors and the
4: aspect ratio is all different.
1: Which is why it's gonna be fun when it's in black and white.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Hell yeah.
4: I think uh, many have to remember that uh, Warner Brothers made, at that point, uh, Joss Whedon and and company cut down Justice League to be under two hours for its theatrical release. So there was a lot that was left on the cutting room floor. So that stuff that you're seeing that's familiar is, you know, it's stuff that was cut that they filmed that didn't get in the theatrical cut. Uh, a yeah. couple other things to note. Uh, so yes, it is totally different. Uh, very inspirational. I think more than, I think this is probably the most inspirational Snyder has gotten since some of his man of steel work, uh, yeah. what it seems to be. And it was it announced. Like
3: Watchmen's a little bit more inspirational.
4: Watchmen at points. Watchmen. Well, uh, speaking of Watchmen, the trailer music was the same hallelujah cover that plays in Watchmen, which was a, uh, interesting correlation to, uh, make, uh, it was an amazing song choice. So
2: just, good. So good. Okay. <laughs>
1: get,
2: at the end, when it had the shot of all of the Justice League and then it said hashtag the Snyder Cut, I got chills. I was like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Yes, anyway. and I
1: sadly <laughs> had to watch it on my phone, but it was still amazing. <laughs>
4: um, it was announced that a four, it'll be four one-hour episodes, so a miniseries event, which I think is better than it being just a four-hour cut. I think it's more digestible. Yeah. I'll about... also
0: put out there because Ben isn't here to shout at us this time. It'll probably be on Sky <laughs> in the UK.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, very good. Yes, and speaking of that, it'll be on H- It's an HBO Max exclusive. Uh, depending on when the Friends reunion gets made, uh, it might be the first big HBO Max thing. But the Friends reunion, the Friends reunion is supposed to be. Ca- su- do people still care to about Friends.
2: Y- White
1: people. still yes. oh,
4: yeah.
3: oh, I do. I love Friends. Oh,
4: okay, never mind.
3: White you, people you. and Joseph. <laughs> yeah.
4: Sure. Hey. Uh, friends and The Office are the most binge-watched uh, comedies. I love The Office. It's so, not just white uh,
0: people; it's old people too.
4: Uh, so before we move off of Justice League, any big things? I thought it looked, you know, very good visually. Of course, Snyder yeah. delivers. Uh, there will, you know. What
1: was the panel like? Because I, I was not The panel not was there. quite
0: good. <clears throat> I liked how
1: Yusuf is not impressed.
0: <laughs> I, no, I enjoyed how he yeah. he didn't spotlight the cast. He spotlighted the people the that made Snyder Cut possible. And I yeah. thought that was I thought that was really good to bring yeah. in the, the fans. hashtag
3: Release the Snyder Cut. Movement.
0: Yeah, he brought in the people yeah. that helped. So if it wasn't for these two people, we wouldn't have this exactly. movement. We wouldn't have Snyder Cut. So yeah. I thought it was really nice that he brought them in and made them the feature of
2: the yeah. panel rather than Any of you guys
3: social producers of the panel? I,
2: I couldn't. Like, uh, the link didn't work for me. I tried to get the shirt. The link didn't work. So
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I will cute. say uh, before we move off of this, my problem with the panel is that everything seemed very... <sighs> like staged you know what i mean because they had a clip of like ben affleck and he was like oh man i'm so happy and then it cuts his act and he's like wow thanks ben and it was just really (laughs) it didn't and then gal gadot was the fakest yeah and gal gadot like her fake ass oh my god wow the fans we love you and it's like really and then also the fans i mean it was really cute but also they needed like to be prepped a little bit more because they were very awkward with their interactions, so well, you've I think got to re- you've got to remember, they I are know. fans. They are not know, people that no. are in the public eye. They no, were
0: probably breaking it. Yeah, like they knew what they were going to say, and that interaction yeah. was going to be watched by millions and millions and millions no. of people. So I get were probably, that. in the forefront
2: of their head, just like holy crap, this yeah. is ridiculous i get that but also zach is a very awkward guy so you needed a host there to mediate that whole conversation so it wasn't a lot of just dead air you know you needed somebody because people are awkward that's fine but it's about how you navigate that so that it becomes something that's fun to watch and it was really cute but at points i was like let's move on because it was 30 (laughs) minutes of just you know oh you're an evil little shit.
4: Hey, <laughs> on that note like, One thing I did not like about
3: the trailer—it's the it's CGI, but I guess it's still rendering. I guess same time, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, there's a scene where the Flash saves Iris uh, that'll totally you, uh, that will totally retweeted to me, but ah, that Also, Dark Side didn't look that convincing to me, but this again, is
4: definitely—you're
1: just a hater.
4: This is definitely the most cg heavy snyder film yet i mean you look back on like man of steel and that maybe superman they like they weren't that heavy on like like cgi characters like a lot of it was just okay superman flies and that's one of that was uh,
3: doomsday doomsday
4: yes doomsday was and i think dooms doomsday is definitely going to be that type of sequence is i think going to be more of what justice league is yeah um so it's interesting the cg's
2: better than black panthers CG's better than 2017's Justice it is. League, which is
4: all that it needs to be. Just as long as it's better than uh, Steppenwolf in the original cut. I mean, already not fully like perfect.
0: He was better than the 2017 Steppenwolf.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, and they got, we know it's World 2021. World we don't know when in 2021. So this means that uh, ju- uh, the Suicide Squad, uh, the Batman, and Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And potentially, we don't know what's going to happen with Wonder Woman. Hopefully, it comes out this year. But there's going to be a lot of DC next year. Yeah. Um, I'm betting March. Day. I'm betting so, March. So, Wonder Woman? Snyder Cut.
2: Uh, Snyder Cut. I'm betting
4: Because you have a
1: great birthday present. Thank you so much, Zachary. Because you have <laughs> um,
2: uh, Suicide Squad in August, you have Batman in October. I think May is too soon. I mean, I could see May, but May is too soon. I think they want the spring break of like everybody March. watching it
4: then. BBS came out March 25th? Yeah, but Doctor Strange 2. I think. Mm. Doctor Strange 2 has that. Wouldn't it date. be? Doctor Strange 2 is 2022, Joseph.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm getting Wouldn't it, wait, <laughs> so hold on. Wouldn't it be the five-year anniversary on March 25th of next year?
4: Yes, of BBS. Yeah. Do so it. That's- that's probably your problem. Well, right. there, we there we go.
2: All I'm right, my birthday present. You're welcome, Zach. You um, to... <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: on that note, let's move on to Wonder Woman 1984. There wasn't a lot of big reveals from this panel. Uh, the biggest thing being we finally got to see Cheetah uh, in the flesh, which looked pretty good. I mean, it was definitely it was a it was a during a nighttime scene. So you didn't get a great She look.
1: did not look good. She um, blended into no. the background.
4: No, she did not look good at all. Yes. That's it.
0: That's at least she didn't look like Judy Dench in Cats. Yes, thank
2: That's God. That's also true. Yeah, but her face looked faker than like, but I better. don't know.
1: So her many things.
2: Just looked look, really Many options never, to choose from.
0: We are never going to be able to get to a point where you can realistically make a human Look like a cat. Mm-hmm.
2: Put him in makeup. It's like yeah. it's not that difficult.
4: Well, I and I will say, if anybody's seen the second Harry Potter, when they make Hermione turn into a cat, whatever effect yeah. they did there, that looked realistic. Yeah. Um, that it didn't look. It didn't
0: look like Hermione yeah. though, because it was literally it was a mask put on top yeah. of a face. But like, yeah. so it did was just that... hair added to her face, so but... it just made her face look fat.
4: Yeah, but did Cheetah actually look like Kristen Wiig? Like when she was full Cheetah? Like I think Kristen Wiig's great.
2: It looked like I was looking at a video game that hasn't finished rendering. That's what it
1: is, exactly. The choice,
4: yes, the choice has to come down. Do you want them to look more human so that you recognize the actor or do you want them to be more like the character and then the actor kind of fades away? It's a choice they have to make uh cats definitely wanted them to look like their people (laughs) and so it didn't look good um anyway besides the sheeta first look uh you know the second trailer did show off kind of more the same what we saw in the first trailer i think people are just a trailer it's still a good trailer um we got to see this cool more of this cool coliseum fight when uh wonder woman was young when diana was young uh we also got a little bit more into maxwell lord uh he was giving an address with a with a presidential seal, so it'll be interesting to see what that is. I believe I read that um, some, I think Patty Jenkins, there's some Trump in there, she said. So it'll be interesting to see uh, in the now three-plus years since the original how yeah. they've adapted, because Wonder Woman itself has always been a kind of a, a she's brought up a lot of political beliefs. Uh, so I think she was on the cover of like Miss America magazine or something, so... Uh, interesting uh, move there with Maxwell Lord. Also, something that I don't think it dawned on me yet. It dawned on me during this panel was that Chris Pine is now going to be the fish out of water, unlike Diana, who was it in the first film. Which I think is an interesting yeah. choice that they highlighted during the panel. That was very cool. What do you guys think of that? I love uh, the line at the end when he man. was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Does that everybody down? parachute now? <laughs> parachute well, sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh,
2: that's a I good movie. Tr-
3: uh, yeah I, it's cute. yeah
2: yeah. i thought the trailer was the weakest out of everything they released yeah i did in terms of trailers like the black adam whatever the hell that was that was worse but if we're talking <laughs> trailers and the suicide squad clips this was definitely the weakest it's still good mm-hmm. but it's the weakest
4: yeah. well it didn't show it didn't show much i think i listen this movie was originally it showed everything but already seen apart from TV. yeah it was yeah. this movie but was even originally that, yeah. slated for november of 2019 this movie's been we've been waiting for this for so long they know that and i think like the first yeah i think like the first wonder woman i think this i don't think the ad campaign is what's going to make this movie i think people love this character and i think if the movie's good as good as the first one i think it'll be fine um linda carter also appeared uh during the panel which was probably my favorite moment of like the entire day i thought that was so nice and sweet uh could she maybe cameo in the second one do we think yes
1: yes
2: probably
4: yes. that's why
1: she showed up shows,
2: though? yeah she that's does why. Uh... yeah but same with ezra miller yeah. hey <laughs> hey we'll get to it when we talk about the flash but why the hell is ezra miller still employed by warner huh. brothers it's because it, I see it
1: costs that much more.
2: Exactly.
4: The Suicide Squad. Uh, I love that uh, DC's pl- like way to make these films different is just adding the to the beginning. Like th- that's how you know it's this version. It's the oh, Suicide Man of Squad. Steel. The, the Batman. Title? The Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, anyway, The Suicide Squad, written and directed by James Gunn. Um, it brought a behind the scenes reel, not a trailer. But I think the major thing to come out of this was the cast confirmations. We kind of knew who the cast was, yeah. but now we know who they're playing. Uh, and I think it's it looks pretty good. I, I think it, they're pitching it as kind of like a comic book war film, which is an interesting take. Yeah. Uh this is definitely the biggest film James Gunn has worked on. They talked about that in the behind-the-scenes footage. Um and Thank they, you
1: for giving me money.
4: Yes. Uh the panel, is it another chance. Yeah. The panel was basically they announced who everybody was. They brought them on and they played a trivia game. Uh, So, what did we think of the Suicide Squad? This was my favorite panel.
2: No, 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 no. no. This was my favorite panel, and I'll tell you why. Every other panel was very like produced. You know what I mean? Like the Zack Snyder one. We already talked about how that was all very fake. Right. And then you had Wonder Woman, which was very also kind of fake and just kind of preachy. And you had uh, Black Adam, which Black Adam was my second favorite panel, just because I liked that The Rock actually stood up and had a green screen and was in the arena. It made it more. You didn't like it?
3: No, I thought I thought you said you didn't like. Uh, anything in the black
2: adam i didn't like the clip reel but i liked oh. the fact that he actually took the effort to kind of stand we'll talk about it more when we get to black adam yeah. but this was my favorite because none of the panels revealed anything but the thing about this panel was that it was just so much fun you felt like you're on a zoom call with your friends and you're just having a good time I love that they kept making fun of yeah they kept making fun of Michael Rooker I love that Pete got picked last for the game and they completely forgot about him I love it was just a lot of fun camaraderie and it was very real you felt like everybody was just having fun instead of trying to promote this film so I really appreciated that That I liked it
4: I think that came off of. I think that seems that seems the way they are on set. I think that's a, yep. also a lot to do with James. I think James Gunn do how to host that thing also very well. Yeah. Um. Um. All
2: so it was really fun and they were all really nice to each other. But I I gotta say I, they were all so mean to everybody else because James Gunn was like, "This is the best cast I've ever worked with," and the Guardians cast that like put their Guardians on Yeah. Careers.
0: They put Guardians cast on the line. People Wait, people
2: well Michael no, like Rooker was yeah, well, Rooker's in everything
4: he, was, he does That's yeah, not, he was just
2: like this like, is the best yeah. cast and Harley Quinn's my favorite character and in the uh, in the behind the scenes reel I think David Dismalchian says that the best person to direct Suicide Squad is James Gunn and it's like David Ayer just you completely threw him under the bus so I just felt it was oh, very disrespectful yeah, to I, everyone I else but they were just yeah. Yeah. That
4: Well, I know, David but you Ayer... don't
2: say that you don't throw yeah. the person under the bus
4: well, David Ayer did uh, reach out on Twitter. He retweeted yeah. the behind-the-scenes footage with a little heart emoji, so he definitely has given his blessing. And mm-hmm. um, so also something to note about this panel is that he did talk about the fact that, you know, it's, it's become very popular now with Blade Runner and the Watchmen television show to take these, these things from the past and instead of remaking them or rebooting them, giving those original properties sequels. Uh, set many years down. He did say that's what this film will be. It'll be a sequel to the original run of the Suicide Squad, um, which is an interesting take, uh, especially for a more unknown run. I feel like Watchmen is definitely more well-known than the original Suicide Squad run. Yeah. Um, It It is an interesting idea. Yeah. Can we We
1: play a game at some point of who's gonna get their head blown off?
2: (laughs) Everybody. I think yeah, only except for
1: Harley,
0: there's literally this Harley Quinn is safe, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I think the behind-the-scenes like, clip
2: real, like it kind of revealed who was gonna die early because they have like a couple group shots with only like four of them,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and you're like, oh, okay, I didn't. The group take them Pete boxes. Da- the group with Pete Davidson and Nathan Fillion, Uh-oh. they are the
0: ones that die at the beginning. <laughs> oh. Wow, yeah, Dang. which you is sad. Tell. I love. I, I know. I know. Because I that is I the one Pete that David Harley too. Quinn isn't with. Mm-hmm.
4: I gotta say, it was weird to see Jack Courtney because I like he was in everything like a couple years ago. He was in Terminator and Divergent oh, yeah. and Suicide Squad, and so to see him back, it's like it's wow. I feel like, like Courtney was he, yeah. in Terminator. He was From the highly...
2: one of the one of the bad ones.
4: He was still with <laughs> Amelia Clark. From the uh, Genesis. Ah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I want to just touch on what Yusuf brought up for a second with the, this is the best cast I've ever worked with, the most fun I've ever had making a movie.
1: So mean.
4: I don't think, listen, you're able to have opinions. This, it could, yeah. this you know, it probably is the best experience you've had because this very much feels like a James Gunn type of set. This is the biggest movie you've worked oh, on. Yeah. You definitely have those feelings. He could have just said, I've had so much fun making this movie. This has been a blast. To put exactly. a superlative in there, I think is, you know... Because even if you don't, you know, Marvel versus DC, I don't understand why there has to be the, you know, they're very different properties. Uh, DC is doing so great right now. Watchmen is probably about to win a a surplus of Emmys. So good. Um, And Joker came off of being the most nominated film last year at the Oscars, winning for Best Actor and Best Original Score. Mm -hmm. So DC is definitely doing something very different from Marvel and they're succeeding. And Marvel, of course, is succeeding in their own right. So I think it, you know, to peddle this narrative, because let's be honest, James Gunn, you really, when people think of you, they only think of one other thing and that's Guardians of the Galaxy. To say that this is the best cast, the best experience, it's kind of obvious that you're saying that this is better than Guardians. And especially after what the Guardians cast did and what Guardians meant for your career. I Mm -hmm. just personally, as somebody who loves those movies and really was somebody who was sticking out for James Gunn when he got fired, you know, saying like, listen, he's changed the entire cast vouched for him. To see him say these things, especially because he's going back to Guardians 3, we think, after yeah. this is done. I just sure. I just listen, I, I will I like his films. I'm looking forward to the Suicide Squad. And I think that his enthusiasm for these properties is what makes these movies great. I just think that he yeah. could have done a he just I think saying these things and saying them repeatedly, it became very clear that, you know, you're trying to stick it to Marvel, but you can stick yeah. it to Marvel without sticking it to your cast. And yeah. your crew, because Zoe Saldana, like, Put their listen. Put life on the line. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, and I think especially in the second Guardians, his female characters, I think, are, been, are really great. Mantis, Nebula, Gamora. And so, mm-hmm. again, to say that Harley Quinn is, like, the best character he's worked on, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. But, again. I guess
3: it kind of yeah. true, because Harley Quinn is a bigger character than Gamora, but the Nebula.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But it, do- it doesn't matter if it's true or like if that's what you believe. It's all about how, particularly when you're in the public eye, it's all about how you word certain things. So instead of saying James Gunn is the best person to take on uh, suicide, suicide Squad, you could say James Gunn is perfect for Su- or not, James Gunn is a great-
0: It with the Suicide Squad. Yeah,
2: he's a great, exactly. Great fit with Suicide Squad. Or this oh. cast was really fun to work with. You know, that's I think how you word it. It was Um,
0: it was the way he said it, and it was the amount of times he said it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If he'd have just said fleetingly, "Oh, this has been a great cast to work with. I've had so much fun." Yeah. And then moved on, it wouldn't have been like a. a Yes. It would have been a.
4: It was listen because it was the only part of the day. This was such a great day for DC, celebrating DC, and it was the only part of the day that I felt like they were trying. It was like, look at us! Look at how good DC is doing in comparison to anything else. And I don't know whether yeah. that was his intention, or if this was just—he was just very excited. But it—it it was the only part of the day where I was taken out of the DC love, and it was like, you know, making, you know, saying, you know, because David Dastmalchian was an Ant Man, so it's like it was all these yep. things of these coming together. Like, you know, it was the most Marvel cast out of all of the cast, and the fact I that they kept also saying, in it too. "Yeah." So the fact that it was a, a largely a lot of Marvel cast members coming in, Idris Elba was in this cast too. Sean Gunn, yeah. Sean Gunn. So it's a, it was a lot of Marvel people in one panel, and then they were all saying that this is the best experience. It it did feel a little bit uh, sly of them, and especially comics.
0: considering yeah. Marvel like Marvel didn't have to hire James Gunn back for Guardians exactly. 3. Mm-hmm. The cast didn't have to stick their neck out. And risk not getting yeah. another film to do Guardians Three, for him to do Guardians Three, there was a lot of people that he pissed on. But yeah, the, the way the cast, it was definitely. coming across, and yeah. I think as well, it did it did come across like kind of like sticking his fingers up at Marvel. Yeah, but Disney's as like a lot of people say said online, Disney's a family brand, and they shouldn't have hired him back for what I he did
1: have. you do not go back from pedophilia mm-hmm. jokes friends yeah.
0: and i think it's kind of, it's him going on like that isn't just uh, sticking his fingers up at the fat at the cast it's also kind of sticking up his fingers up at the fans of who pushed from the, yeah. back uh-huh. in marvel it was fan pressure that got him back in marvel yeah it was fans it was the cast and possibly kevin feige pushing as well it's, it's the and, same scenario like, with
4: the snyder cut the same thing yeah the cast of the snyder the cast yeah. of Zack snyder's justice league were like we really love snyder we want him to get his chance and the fans echoed those sentiments the same thing happened with james gunn and i just think that looking at last uh, yesterday's panel it just it, it felt a little bit like he was trying to s- somehow say it without not saying it that this is the best time i've ever had on a movie yeah. And it's not the other movie that I, you all know I did because it's like, yeah. did he do Slither with Elizabeth Banks? Like I, I don't know his. his Brightburn. His, yeah. Well, did he yeah. wrote Brightburn or he produced Brightburn. I don't think he, he directed used. Brightburn. Yeah, Brightburn. I think it was like yeah.
0: producer. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. So. I wasn't um,
2: actually
3: directed Brightburn?
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He. He came off, I think, really like, I, I could see that he changed in this panel. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Looking Listen. at him during that panel, I know that the, the, the person that made those tweets is not the same person in that panel. I feel like he really has changed. So I did see that transition. But I do think there should have been some consequences for that. And the fact that he got an extra job because of it is a mm-hmm. little weird. Because if you think about it, he never was fired from Guardians. That was a thing that they said because they didn't want the Fox deal to go down. Um, mm-hmm. So that was just weird to me. So but I think he's changed. I will give that. Yeah. a he has changed.
0: To, Do you think he has changed man. and it's fine? But I think he needs to remember where he's bright spotted. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, um anyway. Woo. So let's move off of that. That was definitely a hot I think that yeah. was our most that was the most contrast. And I think that's also because the Suicide Squad really didn't give us anything. It gave us a behind the scenes footage and it Adding. gave us it so gave us the game. So Anyone I like think this is
3: the best. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, anyone else think this is the best Harley Quinn look uh, for Margot yeah. Robbie?
1: Yes, she yeah. looks very Arkham Knightsy, and oof, that's hot. Love it. Yes, the wi- <laughs> the the, the, extensions, the, the extensions, the yeah. extensions are kind of like but outside of that. Outside of that, it's fine.
0: I got see that That is my yeah. issue.
2: but I disagree with what Anthony said. I think this panel actually revealed the most. Because with yeah. every other panel, they said nothing. And here they gave us the entire cast and who they're playing. And they gave us a look at the film, like an extended
4: look at the film, right? This it was like a super a deep
1: dive panel along with a game at the end. I think that yeah. was incredibly I think, informative. And I think it was fun. the
4: game. I think it was the game. The fact that like they took like 20 minutes to play a game. And, and while like everybody else, yes, they didn't say anything. But the whole like yeah. their whole time was at least about let's talk about the movie. So maybe it was just that that feeling. Let's just be like, we're but not even. Do, yeah.
2: Even the game was suicide. Like it was Suicide Squad. Trivia. Oh yeah, definitely. So I think that also helped with, with the synergy. People, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, um, I have to go because I have work. So I just want to give my final points on DC get that fandom, coin. Yes, if I can. Right. Um, I think DC fandom was very underwhelming. I gotta say, I'm sorry. Um, they. Warner Brothers is amazing at marketing. They have the best marketing division I've ever seen. Like all their movie posters, their trailers, they're great. And with this, they hyped it up way too much. Cause didn't they say you can like walk around in this virtual place and blah, blah, blah. I think think that's
4: the second day. That is the
2: second day, I know. But I think that was a mistake to not communicate that before. Because I thought, I knew that the second day was coming but I still thought I could kind of walk around. And when I logged into the website and it's just a video with a link underneath for a store it was kind of disappointing i thought also the hosts that they got i think they did a good job but it wasn't really well edited like they it cut them off a lot mm-hmm. you know like it cut them off mid sentence sometimes uh, I think the panels revealed absolutely nothing. Like The Rock made a huge deal about, oh my god, I'm gonna reveal so much you guys don't want to miss it. And he said nothing.
1: And it was just some pretty pictures.
2: Yeah, so I just it I think nice. it was really it's f- really like fair. The Rock, he- a hot man, hot girl. That would have been great.
3: He didn't yeah. Re- re- yeah.
0: He didn't reveal the casting but he did reveal that they're going to be in the movie. Yes, we did we already know, know this, that. but that's yeah. through leaks. That was never guaranteed. That was never confirmed. I know, but, so this is but all, when you this have is confirming something. I so know, it but still they,
2: big. it's all about it's still big. I 100% I agree with that, but you can't market this as we're going to reveal so much and it's going to be a whole day, a 24-hour event you won't want to miss it. I booked the day off And I totally could have felt like I could have just gone and watched all the trailers afterwards. Like it, it revealed nothing. It revealed nothing. Yeah. And, um, I think, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I think also them revealing stuff beforehand, you know, how the past couple of days before they were like, Ben Affleck's Affleck's coming back back." and this and that. Yeah. It felt like it was building momentum to like the bigger Mm -hmm. announcements coming, which just never came. Yeah, the bigger announcements will be (laughs) full.
4: Yeah, like, personally, like, looking back at, like, last year's Comic-Con, like, I was, I think we all, when the news came out two days before uh, Hall H, that Taika Waititi was going to be directing Thor 4, we were like, why are they releasing this now? And then it's so that Natalie Portman returning gets all the news. That's exactly, that's that's, how you do it. It's the fact that there was no big news that that was, like the Flash biggest news this week was the Ben Affleck stuff. And that wasn't saved for DC fandom. I think that was a, that was a small issue with the, event.
2: And last thing before I go, I want to touch on two panels just really quickly. Something, so the Flash, I hated that panel. It was stupid. (sighs) Flash facts, I don't care that a hippo can run faster than me or whatever the hell he said. I, tell <laughs> I me do. more about the movie. So do that really annoyed me. I don't understand why Ezra Miller's back, so I hated that panel. Also, that movie's going to suck, just putting that out there. I, Ezra Miller's not a good I'm actor. not a Muschietti I, I trust I'm Yeah. I trust am not a Have you seen Muschetti It
4: Chapter
2: 2? He can't handle film. big story. I've seen It Chapter so 1. So bad. Yeah, It Chapter 1's fine because he had less to work with but it chapter two they gave him so much trust and they gave him a bigger story and he couldn't handle it so that's what I'm worried about I'm sure he can make a fine like little indie film but I think with a big budget he can't do that and Christina Hodson, I don't trust her Um, so that movie that movie sucked you guys can talk about it more or that panel sucked and then also Black Adam Noah Centineo I when he said like oh I've been working out and I'm like really you have chicken (laughs) arms my man I missed that
1: panel so did he showed up
2: yeah, he, he, job, he yeah. yeah he came, and I'm sure his I'm sure yeah, he's he buff or whatever. But to compare, Dwayne the Rock Johnson knew what he was doing, and he wore the tightest shirt I've ever seen. And Noah Centineo wore the baggiest shirt. So when he lifted his arms, his arms looked like mine. And I know for a fact that his <laughs> arms are not the skinny. So I think he should have done more to make himself more convincing to look bigger. Does that make sense? Not yeah. to sound well, like a perv. Was that not
0: the joke? he was kind of like. Was he was showing a- up. He was making a joke out of the fact that he's like never going to be as big as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But he's no one's ever going to be as big as Dwayne uh, the Rock. Yeah. He was damn. making a
2: joke out of it.
0: Did I you know, get but
2: that? I yeah, but it just it didn't. I don't know. It, anyway. I don't. Yeah. Get that anyway, coin, grandboy. Boy. Oh, we can still see Bye. Bye.
4: Enjoy seeing unhinged for the third time. Um, so, <laughs> are we continued or continued <laughs> yes, let's continue. Life. Yeah. With- the flash um so so far i think you know we touched on the big four batman sex Night justice league wonder woman 1984 and the suicide squad i think we all you know panels not so much but what they uh, the trailers we all really liked uh yeah. now let's get into the stuff that didn't release trailers uh the first is the flash this was a 10 minute panel that featured andy muschetti uh who's the director barbara muschetti who is the producer uh christina hodson who is the screenwriter and Um, playing Barry Allen, Ezra Miller. Um, This pretty much didn't reveal anything except concept art, which did feature Michael Keaton's Batman in shown in the concept art, that design of Batman. And also we learned that the suit that Barry Allen receives in the film, this new suit that was featured in the concept art is given to him by Bruce Wayne. We don't know if that's Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne or Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, or who knows, maybe like Val Kilmer, Bruce Wayne comes. We don't know. I would doubt. Was oh, I wait
0: there. Wait there. Wasn't Val Kilmer announced as someone that was going to be there?
4: I don't know. I, saw, so, I
0: think I saw his name. He put himself. The... He put. He put on Twitter that he was
4: going to be there. Maybe he'll be uh, on the twelfth. Maybe he'll be there on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the only besides Adam West, uh, unfortunately, I you know due to his passing, and Kevin Conroy, obviously, I think the only Batman that's off the table for the new one is bail because i i think that clooney. there is george I, Clooney. i think i feel like yeah but they could do something funny if they brought clooney back for like a, a cameo and they just make <laughs> a joke out of it like i feel like that'd be really funny and would be i a would line. love it would do it though
1: i would I just, love it if like george clooney himself just yeah. like him being like hey that's george clooney and just zip.
4: <laughs> like similar to how brad pitt was in deadpool 2 if they did yeah. that with george clooney yeah. The, the only one I think is off the table is Bale because I just think that those three films are so unique and so with like contained that yeah. I don't think, I think Warner Brothers is smart enough know not to break that. Yeah. They know Plus, not to Bale is now working for Marvel. Yes, he is going to be in Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, on, we don't know who he's playing yet. Maybe Beta Ray Bill. Uh, anyway.
1: Um, Flash was a waste of time.
4: Yes. yes. I feel yeah, Any yeah. Any, any big things about the Flash? No, I don't old, like the suit. Name.
0: Yeah, Affleck, the concept art was really pretty.
1: I don't yeah. like the suit. It looks pretty, but I don't like it. You know, like it doesn't seem functional. That's I. I just can you tell that I just watched Grace do, Randolph's
0: video? Oh no, I do think it seems functional because it looks like a runner's. Yeah, yeah, like a, it looks like what a runner wears. So, Too I bad think, Ezra
3: Miller doesn't know how to run.
0: Well, <laughs> there is that. So hopefully he gets running lessons. Um. But no it looks like what a runner wears like tight. skin tight lycra but not specifically lycra it just looks hugger-ficking figure fish going to be in this we, we don't... don't know
4: possibly Most... an i don't
0: know
1: um I just wish that there was like more designs to it. Like, yeah, I like the, the the plain old emblem, but like the little wiresy bits coming off of it. Like, he looks like he's like in some little Tron outfit. I would like more Tron lights, please. That's, <laughs> that's it.
4: Um, it'll be interesting. You know, this is this is a bigger movie than I think it. Like, I feel like they're like with the suit being given to Barry by Ben Affleck. This very much feels like a Spider-Man Homecoming type movie for DC. Yeah, but then I don't understand why. Then they're also adapting Flashpoint. Like it seems like you're trying to smash two incongruous things with each other. And listen, I think Andy Muschietti. I love the first it. It's one of my favorite horror movies. But I think the second it shows that he's not the best when he has to use so when he has to do so many things. Um. So we'll see. We'll see how this turns out for them. It's definitely a big swing. Um, I think
0: we look at, look if we look at all the leaks if we look at everything that's come out so far revolving around this film this film has changed
4: so many times drastically Mm. i mean Uh, robert zemeckis was once attached to this thing uh, remember so
0: like it just Uh, we do not know what's going to happen
4: Mm. all right let's keep going let's do okay double feature with black adam uh, concept art. We got some concept art. Um, you know, it looked like confirming a lot of stuff that we already knew. Yeah. The, it was leaked at the JSA we're going to be a part of this. That has now been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we learned in another panel was that the only big thing to come out of the Shazam panel was we have a title for the sequel: Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Uh, it'll be com- It'll be coming so out cute. in November of 2022, I believe. So what do we think? Black Adam and Shazam. It, this feels very odd. The fact that potentially Zachary Levi and Dwayne Johnson could be in a scene together. Cause those panels. So co-
1: diff- such
4: different yeah.
3: people.
0: Yeah.
4: I'll be it's, up
3: for that to be honest with you. I'll be up yeah, for I think that. Yeah. I think it would
4: yeah. be quite,
0: I think it would work well. Um, I love the Shazam panel so much. I thought the Shazam panel was just the cutest of the cutest. Like, He's just, I think like, really, Levi is just funny.
1: So just sweet. Just
0: naturally funny and naturally he's sweet.
1: Just looks like such a sweetheart. I would love yeah. him to give everyone a hug. He looks like he's a great hugger.
0: Yeah. While
3: well, I love like, the movie, my biggest problem with Shazam is uh, the kid who plays Billy Batson doesn't really he wasn't
4: uh, act like exactly Levi. He- I think it's he hard. It's it's like if you, you go back to Big with Tom Hanks, like nobody remembers the guy who plays young Josh, but because Tom Hanks is just so good that that's all you want to see. Yeah. So he, i you know, Levi looks more role. like
3: um, uh, what's his name? He plays his best friend. Yeah. Oh, he does not
4: look like.
0: Th-
1: no, that. thank no. you. Incorrect. Adam no.
0: Brody is the older oh, yeah. version of Jack Dylan Grazer, and he is Jack a spot-on older <laughs> version of Jack Dylan Grazer. Like. To a T <laughs> Like they have the same humour, the the same mannerisms, like they are like brothers basically. So I get they are no I get I get it.
4: I am happy that Shazam Fury of the Gods will be coming out for the holiday season because I think that was one of the biggest missteps of that first film is that it came out in yeah. April in between Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. I was with just like,
1: Christmas and all the Christmas lights in yeah, the movie.
4: Yeah. And listen, I'm not going to say you should have switched release dates with Aquaman because that release date worked great for Aquaman. I think it worked better. That movie made more money than I think Shazam could have ever made. So oh, yeah. awesome. what are you going to do? but I'm happy it's getting a November release date. Uh, that wraps up all the film panels that Wait. we had. Uh, we had two video game panels, uh, Suicide Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League, and Gotham Knights. Any big things over that, Natalia? You're waving Wasn't like there, crazy.
1: Yes, because you didn't hear me. Wasn't there an Aquaman panel?
4: There was. It didn't announce so it was an yes.
1: Aquaman panel.
4: It oh, was. Yeah.
3: James Wan says he, he yeah. worked was making the first film. Yeah, he said he
4: that, that, was it. that was it. There was no be big announcements. No How long was it?
3: Aquaman's like not this amazing film? I think that's okay.
0: But it's okay. How not long amazing. was the panel? Hey, hey, Joseph! Like, come on. Just you because you're the only say, Marvel I
1: hear does not mean yeah, that you can continue to bash DC, hey, sir. I,
0: I you cannot say that Aquaman wasn't fantastic. The way they created that underwater world was phenomenal.
3: Yeah, I'm not denying that. I'm not talking about the
4: writing and stuff. Wasn't all that great.
1: That's a topic for another day. Was it I, just okay. James Wan saying that he liked? I think James he liked Wan, him. Patrick
4: Wilson, I think was there. It, it was, was them to like kiss yeah. each other. Yeah. Uh, master. And, then, and then
0: talking about how they've learned.
4: Yeah, which it's, it seems such an odd thing to say. Like, listen, Aquaman got like 60% of Rotten Tomatoes. It wasn't the most critically acclaimed film, but it made a billion dollars, the first DCEU film to get a billion. Like, I feel like it's one of the few films that doesn't need to say, like, we're we need to try better. Like, I don't know. Um, I Also, I just want to put for the record... I am also a Marvelite. I love Marvel. I, I, I want to make sure. Um, I love DC too. Um, I d- definitely. Wherever you, when we were fighting on Twitter. I, 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 I listen, you, you put, uh, to quote Ant-Man and the Wasp, you put the coin in, I'll have to go the whole round. I'll have to sing the whole song. So I try not to put the quarter in too often. Um, and also I, I love DC. I love the Dark Knight. I love, the Dark Knight trilogy is my yeah, favorite cool. trilogy of all time. And Watchmen is my favorite comic book. So. Yeah, I love um, the
3: Dark Knight. I love Shazam. I love
4: uh, video games. Anyway, games. Anyway, any big things in the video games? I'm not a big video game player, so you anybody who plays these games, anything you want Could to talk about? Slightly
0: just- pig games. But not
1: yeah, same. I mostly just continue to play um, Injustice 2. I main yeah. as Black Canary. I don't know if I, – I used to main as Harley Quinn, but then I played as as Black Canary, and I was like, ooh, yes, legs. Oh, he's an Ivy. Wow. Um, see, I'm not very good at playing as her. There's just too <laughs> many things with her, and I'm just like mm-hmm. – I tried at the beginning. Um I just, I just really want to see Injustice 3 happen, but I know that's not what happened. But the Rocksteady Gotham Knights thing, that looks so fun.
0: Oh, because it wasn't Rocksteady's so Rock Steady's the oh, suicide I fucked it up.
3: Kills the Justice League.
1: Oh, I, ma- I messed it up. <laughs> I messed it Language.
3: up. <laughs> Thank
1: um, you. I got so confused with Rocksteady Rock, is... and
3: Rockstar. Rockstar makes the Grand Theft Auto games. I just
0: that know. means Rock nothing is, to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Rocksteady is the Justice uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, and then uh, Warner Brothers Games Montreal is. Ah.
1: Uh, um, I'm so sorry, Montreal. All right,
0: so it's any... fine. Yusuf isn't here. He does not I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But these games looked good. To they looked
1: good. Go. I, I did. Gotham
0: Knights looks great. Like yes. i Definitely buying yes. Gotham Knights. It is. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League is a very long way I wish, way
1: away. I wish so that I'm we would have gotten, like, stuff. I know that this isn't the case, but I wish that if it was a little closer to the release that we could have gotten gameplay. Because I currently can't picture how it's going to be because I associate those characters so heavily, at least with that design and in that setting with Injustice, where it's just like a versus um, which, but I which, know that Which won't one be do you case. mean, sorry? Uh, Suicide Squad Kills Justice League. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's so far away. It's like, so far away. We're not, like, I don't say, I don't think there was any point in them releasing anything. Yeah. I didn't, like, now. was that
1: Tara Strong that did the voice? I didn't love her Harley, and I usually do.
0: I don't know who it was, but she, she usually did voices not sound on the video good. She sounded mm-hmm. really, really irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy a Great British Bake Off joke, though. That's cute, <laughs> yes.
4: All also obsessed right. with the great British Bake Off. <laughs> All right then, so that wraps up the big news that come out of DC Fandom. I think uh, just to end with uh, any last thoughts you have on the event, I think we covered our big thoughts at the beginning and then when Yusuf left. Um, I think it was a really impressive first outing with this global fan event type thing. I think it got a lot of people excited about DC content, which was a big win for Warner Brothers. Uh, I think a lot of people love the trailers and are excited about the stuff. I think it only just a couple of minor setbacks but overall a good event and it was a good day to be a DC fan. Anybody else have any comments?
0: I think they shouldn't have jumped the gun on splitting it on the two days Um, because I know I'd set up my schedule so that I could Watch everything first time, like so. All of the main things I was going to watch from the afternoon till the night time. Finish with the Batman. Go to bed. My alarm was set for nine o'clock in the morning, so that I could wake up and watch the TV panels for the encore from the other area. I do think they possibly jumped the gun on splitting it over the two days, and
1: they told it for to us so late. Yeah, it's just really poor timing. It either Which... needed
0: to, it either needed to be. Two days back to back, back, or if they were gonna split it, not split it as far apart and have it split from the beginning, they shouldn't have just panicked at the last minute and just fractured it. I feel like that messed it up quite a bit. Um, But I think it is the first of this type of thing. So I do believe that they've probably
4: done the best that they could first time round. Um, So I will then end with this. Do we think that this could be the start of more virtual uh, conventions? Do we think maybe Disney will do this for Pixar, Lucasfilm, (laughs) Marvel, D23? Do we think that Sony could do this for their now growing Spider-Verse? Do we think um, other just fans of maybe like Bond per se? Do we think this is a viable thing to do in the future?
1: I think not. Oh, yeah. I think the this really worked immensely well for DC because even though a lot of uh casual fans have the gripe that it's very disjointed that really helped in giving each thing its own time and space whereas because Marvel is like very funneled down and very secular all all of Marvel would just be like Timeline stuff, and you just hope that someone doesn't say anything that would fall into the next category. So, and plus, for like everything else, for the for those who have seen the uh, Frozen Two documentary, you know that they leave stuff up until the last second. Yeah. So, there's no way that they can consecutively show us something promising for something when there's going to be a high chance that it doesn't test well with the kids, you know? Like if we're just having Disney in that example. So yeah, I, I think this works very, very well with DC. Yeah,
3: I
0: also don't agree. It be.
4: Joseph,
3: what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say, I, I also really thought because uh, the, this year has been a mess with this pandemic. So I think maybe next year's DC fandom that there's a vaccine, maybe we could actually go to the G C fandom and actually Interesting. Yeah. Not any, uh, two years so. possibly. Maybe two.
4: Do you think, so I pose this They're to everybody, lucky. do you think that this could turn into a in-person event once the pandemic clears? Do you think that this was engaging enough that you would love to see this live? I think yes and no. no. Yep.
1: Yes Yes and no, because the concept art that they showed us of this whole thing happening where we thought that we were going to be able to walk through it looked amazing. And if there is a chance that this could end up becoming physical, I hope that we get those kinds of, you can go into this place and this place and this place, it's all secluded or whatever. I hope that that ends up becoming realized. I just want it to look pretty. You know, I just don't (laughs) want it to look like I don't want it to look like an actual like comic con convention thing because that gets old fast and looks very much the same.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Before we wrap up today's episode, uh, uh, Yusuf has just texted us that he wants us to share the results uh, of the Council Pods uh, Twitter polls from yesterday. Um, So many, fifty-two percent of you loved DC Fandom, uh, which is. A great thing for DC. Again, another win. Uh, You all thought that the Batman was the best uh, trailer or clip reel and you all, you basically had a three-way tie between the Snyder Cut, the Batman and Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder
1: Woman 1984 has 28%, Snyder and Batman 27, Suicide Squad 18.
4: Yeah. So So
1: sorry,
0: uh, so sorry. I was going to say it's shown all three 27% for me.
4: Yeah, so it's basically a three-way tie for those three of things, which I think is really great for DC. You know, many, you know, I think many people have been a little worried that, um, you know, the fact that they're not going to do the a, a connected thank universe. Thank you, Liam. Yes, thank you. I, no, think I my,
0: mainly just showing Shazam. Yeah. I feel sorry for Shazam. It should have been there. It was a very fun panel.
4: <laughs> um but uh, I think many people you know, are wondering whether DC can succeed with this l- less connected universe, you know, very different from Marvel. And I think the fact that so many people are excited about all of their projects, uh, ones that are so different, I mean, I don't think you can get much different from The Batman, which is very like dark and depressing, to Wonder Woman 1984, which seems like Stranger Things. To and, Shazam. Yeah, to Shazam. So I think, listen, DC is definitely reaching a new era uh, when it comes to their films, I think this is the best they've probably been since the Dark Knight trilogy wrapped up, and I think it definitely was a good, good day. So, yep. thank you all for listening. Liam, you want to wrap us out? Uh, he said it's, I was. Ju- yeah, it's, it's Hannah or it's, Natalia. It's, it's Natalia. <laughs> It's that I was reading the
0: screen. I know.
1: I know. It's okay. Um, For those of you who are not uh, (laughs) watching, um, I use my sister's account for Zoom because uh, she has the unlimited time, which is why we're able to talk for an hour and a half. Um, Anyways, here, I'm doing, I'm not Hannah. I'm doing the outro. So, uh, that was it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And for those who would like to watch a video version of this, please subscribe to the Movie Lover, D A Movie Lover, on YouTube. And to follow us there, please—that's our—that's going to be our YouTube. And to also follow us on Twitter at the Council Pod and on Instagram at the underscore Council Pod to stay updated. Bye bye. Everyone, please say goodbye. 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 Bye bye.
0: Bye Subscribe. Ring that bell. Bye bye.